Oh, that's a that's the best way to do it. Because mm-hmm. then you go, is Ice T on the phone? Yeah. Ice T, how are you, sir? What's happening, baby? What's good? Uh, well, what, what a great idea this is. I'd pay I'd pay fifty dollars for a movie if I could just watch it in my own house. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? I mean, I'm, I'm on quarantine too, so you know, I mean, it, it's kind of working out for us. Of course, we would have loved to have a theatrical release, but this is the way to go now. There's more than one way to skin a cat, they say. You don't go to the movies, right? You're too famous to go to a movie theater. I'll be serious. I, I go to uh, I go to iPick. I live in New Jersey, and uh, there's an iPick theater up the hill. Everybody I know that has theaters at their house never use them. You know, <laughs> so I yeah. think I. I you know, Going to have going out that 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 you know leaving the house and doing that that's fun you know so you find yourself wanting to go to the theater give you a place to go. Here's the thing though, if I see you in a movie theater, I go, I think that might be Ice T, and then I go, what am I crazy? That's not Ice T. <laughs> but if I see you at Coco, I go, oh, that's Coco for sure. Then I spot you. We call we call that I should have known <laughs> uh, in our family. We call that I should have known. So like, say if we're at the at an airport or somebody and some dude is scoping out Coco and he's looking and he's getting it. Then he'll look over and he'll see me and he'll go, I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> How long you guys been together? Oh, yeah. uh, going on 20 years. And he's still keeping it fresh, man. I mean, and Coco, as hot as she is, after a while, you, you kind of get bored of each other, don't you? Not really. Not really. I mean, I think they say absence makes the heart go stronger. I work a lot. You know, we're not on. I mean, right now we're in quarantine, so we're in each other's presence continuously. But nah, nah, I'm I'm not. You know, I'm past that stage. You know, I'm at a point where I'm just cool. I want to be home. You know, I got my woman. I play my video games. I mind my business. I'm I'm cool. I don't I don't want to like Chris Rock said. I don't want to be the old guy in the club. You yeah. know, I walking around. You know, so there's a point when a man says, "You know what? I'm good. I'll chill." You yeah, know? I would imagine. I would plus, plus, you picked a good one to chill with. I mean, and I hope you don't mind. You know, we're all taking. I mean, I'm checking out her Instagram every once in a while. We had her on the show one time. What a sweet lady! Uh, but but when you know when you got a hot chick like that, you got to live with guys breaking their necks the whole time trying to see her. Well, that's like having a fast car. You know what I'm saying? If you got a nice sports car, people. You know, they, they run you off the road trying to take pictures of your car, you know. And then people would always tell me, it's like, well, like, she dresses, she's sexy. I'm like, well, you don't drive a Ferrari with the car cover on it, you know. So, <laughs> uh, this man, Ice-T is, what it is filled with wisdom, yeah. man. Uh, the new movie is <laughs> the movie is called Equal Standard, and I watched the trailer for it. It looks great. Who who? Uh, what's the movie about? Well, it's basically about what's going on right now, you know, with a lot of cops and people getting shot and whether it's really equal standards for everybody out there. But it's not a one-sided film. The film is uh, uh, produced and written by a guy named Taheem Bryan, a young kid out of the Queens, out of Queens, New York, who I was introduced. I became his partner, and he wrote this film that's so balanced. It shows you the situation from the police side. It shows you the police, the situation from the, the neighborhood side, from from everybody's perspective of how everyone thinks they're right in this particular moment where this tragedy is occurring. And uh, it, 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 it's, it's going to be a good good movie for people to have discussion about. Uh, it, it's a movie that means something. You can watch it at Equal Standard 
movie.com. It's nine ninety nine. It's just pretty much cheaper than going to theaters and watch it. And uh, you can stream it right onto your smart TV or whatever you need to do. And I think that's great, especially now with the quarantine. Now, I, I will tell you, I always defend, uh, I not defend, but I always say in a cop situation, I say, look, you got to realize when you have a when you have a shooting, no matter what, it's a white guy, a black guy, whatever the deal is, the cop is also a human being who's also scared. And nobody ever seems to take that into consideration. That's why you got to watch this movie. Yeah. You got to watch this movie. You know, I would people, you know, I'm I'm the guy that wrote Cop Killer, you know, so I understand, you know, the aggression that goes out against the police, but people always ask me, Well, how do you feel about cops? And just what you said, I said cops are human beings. You know, some are out there trying to do the right thing and some are absolute assholes, you know, <laughs> and they're just out there abusing their power. So you you don't really know. But under these situations, you know, it has to be some correct answer because somebody's dying in the process of this decision. Yeah. It's a little bit bigger than making a mistake. So these are heavy things that are going on and our movie tries to be fair. I want you to watch it and say, yeah, well that was fair. When that you, was fair. When you write you know, Cop Killer yeah. and, and they come out with Boys in the Hood and there's movies that show the the police and how, how they use excessive force and how they treat people sometimes. Uh, years have gone by now. Do you think it's gotten any better? Unfortunately, no. Yeah, I think the only thing that's happened now is people have smartphones. I think back when I did those songs, people were like, oh, look at this guy. He lives in L.A. with the palm trees. They didn't even, even know about the gang culture. And they're like, he's making this up, trying to seem tough. Now, 25 years later, and it's still happening. And people now see it. They can see it with their own eyes. So now I've been vindicated. You know, like they're like, wow, this is what ICE was telling us about. Sure. So it's injustice. And injustice is injustice, whether it's black, white, you know. And there's a scene in our movie where a girl speaks up for the cops and says, well, what, what are you talking about? A rookie that comes out of the, out of, out of the, uh, the, the academy and the first thing he meets is a gangbanger with pats all over his face. He's scared, too. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those films that tries to let you see all the different sides so that maybe we can come to some solution. Uh, we're talking Ice-T. The movie is Equal Standard. You can stream it at EqualStandardMovie.com. Ice-T has been cool. I'm 48 years old. You've been cool since the first time I saw you in Breaking. And you never, <laughs> there's nothing you could associate Ice-T with and go, oh, man, I can't believe you that. Always, always cool stuff. So now let me ask you, when you look at rappers today in particular, tell me what you think about this Takashi 6 9 guy. Well, right now, most rappers are doing whatever stunt they can do to become famous. It's, it's, it's not really based on the music. So I, I'll stay away from directly commenting on anybody because then you become part of the circus yeah. that they actually create. You know, they'll be like, well, I said this. But basically, at the end of the day, you know, like I said, I was raised by OGs. A lot of these cats are raised by IG. And when you're letting Instagram be your motivation to your career, it's all about stunts. It's all about pictures. It's all it's, it's a whole different thing. And so, you know, people are doing things right now that weren't okay and still aren't okay as far as the street. What, what he's found guilty of is basically what they call being a rat. Yeah, And that is, but people don't even understand what that is. 
they don't understand it because it's 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 based in the street code, and the street code doesn't go for the squares. Squares are in a different world, but all that code is based on secrecy. It's based on secrecy. It's saying, you know, even if you and your friends, you guys aren't in the underworld, but you guys are friends. You guys have secrets, and if your friend tells your secret, he's snitching. Right. You know, it tells your girl something. He's snitching. Now, in the underworld, telling can put somebody in prison. And that's one of the street codes that's written in stone. There's all these different ones. But, you know, that's neither here nor there because the new generation, they don't know. They're just out there. You could be out in the street thinking you're with somebody that understands the rules, and they don't know. They're posing for IG. They're not even (laughs) – they don't – They don't. so it's kind of like, for me, somebody who came up under that code and was a life-or-death situation, nowadays it's a different world. So, you know, I just let the kids play, and, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm out of the game. And, you know. Yeah, I I got you. I I want to – I want to ask you one more thing before we let you go. I love the fact that a guy of your caliber takes the time to to give guys crap back on Twitter. I I never, I never. <laughs> every once in a while, I'll go take a dump for twenty minutes and I'll get on Twitter and I'll just fight with everybody just because I like to do it. But I like that you have the balls to do it back. But one of the things came up recently with uh, with a guy who's a friend of the show, which you really you really launched him in the public eye, and that was Ari Shafir who said all those bad things about Kobe after he passed away. And, boy, that thing really bit him in the ass, man. Well, you know, I say, what's the, what's the safe distance to talk mess about somebody that, you know, punch you in the face? And the answer is the Internet. Yeah. You know, people will say things, you know, for jokes and stuff like that. But, you know, what he said was too soon. Uh you know, Kobe is really loved and revered, and it was such a sad situation. Also, Kobe, I mean, if, if you have no respect for Kobe, how about his kid? Yeah. You know? And, and, and you know, so sometimes when you do an off-color joke or you do something, people got to let you know, dog, that ain't cool, man. You know, you you out here looking for laughs or you looking for likes. But a lot of people take that serious. So every once in a while, you got to get checked on the internet. Somebody got to let you know, dog. You know, all your attempts to be relevant or or make like that you cross the line, and anybody can cross the line. So you know, when people come on my page and they just want to talk mess, usually I just retweet them to my fans. Like they'll say, "I see you suck." I'm like, "Really?" And let the animal, <laughs> let the animals Man. attack. They attack. Yeah. You know, I they I have a. My page is called the Final Level Twitter Gang. I started a gang right out the gate when I first got on Twitter. I knew, I knew this was going to be mob controlled. So I got a million people that we accept no disrespect to ICE or anybody. But you know, it allows me to have a page that moves positively with good conversations, much like your interview. Well, I think you're great, man. And the movie, again, is called Equal Standard. You can get it at EqualStandardMovie.com and see the ice tea. Watch, watch the trailer. The trailer looks great. And, of course, remember what we learned today. I was raised by the OG, not the IG. Right. Ice tea, great to talk.